This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Andy Bush here. Welcome to the bonus round, your Monday episode of Guestimators. This podcast is the place to get an inside track on this week's questions and have your say on the issues raised in last week's quiz as well. Uh, today, I'm joined as ever by Statman Matt and producer Will. Fellas, how's your Sunday going? Going right by the football. Bad yes. weekend of football for all of us, so it, mm. let's not even touch on football. But otherwise, fine. The sun has been out today. It's been glorious. It has. It's felt a bit springy today. I, I'm not very good with the uh, the seasons, as I think has come to light a couple of times <laughs> on uh, the Guestimators quiz. But it does. It feels like, because it's been this oppressive biblical rain for, for as long as I can remember. And finally, just a bit of sunlight. Hopefully, I, don't, I felt like last week it was lighter, a little bit later as well. Were you getting that kind of vibe after work, that kind of thing? Vitamin D is my favourite vitamin. So, yeah, that's a good guesstimator's question. What's the best vitamin? Yes. I had so I had one injected into my into my ass. Uh, um, I don't know what kind of vitamin that was. was maybe B12. Was it B12? It might have been B12. I had it in, done in Leon C. I, I'll tell you who got me onto that. Um, name drop. Well, our very first guest on Guestimators, uh, the brilliant Mel Gedroich. Uh, she has regular vitamin B injections in her bum. Uh, and they, they did that when she was in company, the musical. They were all getting vitamin B injections because they were all falling apart and really tired. Uh, so if you're feeling really tired, apparently it's quite a good thing to get done. And and the worst that can happen, if it doesn't it doesn't take or doesn't stick, you just weird out. Just, there's no risk. Yeah, B, yeah, B12 is good for tiredness, definitely. And then D is good uh, for like well, everything, basically. And we don't get enough D because of it being... Britain and we don't get enough Brilliant. sunshine mm. here's a fun fact for you I, t- I take two vitamin supplements and they are those two vitamin D and vitamin B12 B12 is the one that you have to take if you're vegan because you don't get enough iron from like red meat and a doctor once told me take vitamin D when it's the winter because um, there's all, all kinds of science I'm just going to say that if you if you have sun you're just you're, you're 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 healthier basically and the, the the rays of sunshine help you out so take vitamin d in the winter people there is an amazing infographic by David McCandless uh who does information is beautiful which is if you I know Matt knows about it but Bush if you don't know about it if our listeners don't know about it it's a beautiful book and website called information is beautiful and it's loads of information presented in beautiful ways uh so really cool infographics and uh right. vi- visualizing slightly boring things essentially like vitamin chat and there's a really good one about vitamins <laughs> we should post or i could just or we could just remove this entire section from the podcast 
and never reference it ever again in any walk of life. We'll post it out. Well, let's get it out there. I think the public now have de- most definitely had their appetite whetted to see what, like, the, uh, I don't know, what the uh, re- recycling rates are like uh, in different counties. I'd like to see that in that, a graph. That person that do it beautifully. Mu- that is pretty much the sort of thing that, <laughs> that is in Information is Beautiful. Uh, well, listen, we've got a lot to get through this week because, um, as ever, uh, the last quiz has kicked up an incredible amount of... Um, controversy uh, a lot of it around condiments i feel like my uh, my phone this week has just been buzzing with people shouting about different condiments uh, uh, statman matt take us through that yes yeah, specifically mayonnaise has been on, on people's minds so just just as a recap in last week's quiz we asked the guest nation if they had to pick one condiment to they could only have one condiment for the rest of their lives what would they choose i think there was a lot of surprise that um ketchup wasn't top Actually, the most common answer was mayonnaise, followed by ketchup, followed by salt, and then followed by hot sauce. So that that was the um, that was the that was the top four from the destination. And here's some of the some of the chat that we've had through. We had Ed Morrison contacting us on Instagram. He said, "This is a disgrace." In reference to the that, that top four, mayo is so easy to substitute. If it no longer exists, then you can just pick another lubricant. P.S. Wow. Salt isn't a condiment, it's a seasoning. I'd go along with that. That was the main chat, wasn't it? I, I had a lot of, um, what, what is a condiment? What is a condiment? And I think we covered it on the podcast, but um, for, for anyone that didn't hear, it's anything that adds flavour to a dish or something, wasn't it? That's a ridiculous clarification, though, isn't it? Isn't that a ridiculous <laughs> definition? Anything that adds flavour to food, that, that opens the door to literally anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, be- an, that's just an ingredient. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's a good point. In my head, condiments were um, basically bottles of liquids that you put on food. Yeah, I, I yeah. Call, I'd say they're lubricants, <laughs> in the words of Ed Morrison. Check out our TikTok uh, and our socials tomorrow or later in the week, because I'm going to make uh, a guesstimator's condiment out of these out of the top six ingredients. <laughs> oh, wow. I think together, combined, they would make the ultimate condiment. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Ketchup, mayo... Pepper, salt, hot sauce, and mustard. That is going to be mint. And it's are you be good, right? Are you gonna are you gonna eat it with something? Yeah, I'm not On just gonna dog. make it and just, <laughs> just be like, here it is, just down it. Uh, no, I'll I'll eat it with I don't know some chips or something. I'll I'll do well, that. Well, I'd like to see you put that together, eat it on a hot dog, and then bench press. I don't know, bench press like uh, 150, something like that. Give us 15 topless. reps. I'll do it topless. Yeah, with some kind of inspirational music. Well, that would be an amazing combination. Yeah. Uh, mayo, ketchup, salt, hot sauce, mustard, and pepper. Yeah. It's um, also let's look dance around. We were we were wondering whether to talk about this or not in this episode, but um, let's get straight in there and just talk about our our victory, us topping the charts on Gastomers, which you, our amazing listeners, are a huge part of, and a massive thank you to everyone who plays along with the quiz, has signed up, and listens to the podcast as well. Uh, who wants to break the amazing news? Uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday of last week. Uh, 9th or 8th of February, let's say, we hit the top of the podcast charts in the game section, uh, <laughs> beating beating off Carol Vorderman. Uh, I loved your Instagram story, Will. It was very uh, in-your-face Vorders type uh, vibes. I, I, yeah. How do you like them numbers? I think was <laughs> the, uh, the phrase. Very good. Because um, I don't know if you know, but she's she likes numbers. She loves numbers. Uh, we've had a couple of messages saying, um, and obviously this is respect, uh, Champagne Supernova, for example, said beating Critical Role is incredibly impressive. Apparently, they're very, very good and very established Dungeons and Dragons um, podcast. So, 
We're, we're honoured to have leapfrogged them in the standings. Yeah, going for 12 years, the Critical Role podcast or media group, as uh, I was reading one minute before we uh, press record on this. Wow, so we are disruptors. It's really good to be number one and it's a nice feeling and we uh, thank you very much everyone for your support and listening and sharing and we're just building every week and week and it's really amazing. So yeah, please do keep sharing uh, both the quiz and the podcast and keep liking and doing all the ratings and reviews because it really helps us and we will just go from strength to strength with your support. So thank you so much. And what uh, Will means by strength to strength is giving us messages such as who are these perverts <laughs> saying mayonnaise over ketchup, that kind of thing. So um, uh, keep those lovely those lovely messages uh, coming in. It's good to know that the, the quiz is uh, enriching your lives. Uh, now, the, the other thing we need to deal with is um, we've had a lot of questions about how we write the questions. or there has been a lot of issues around that. Uh, Statman, Matt, this is your territory. What's going on? Yeah, I'll take this one. So we had a, uh, a message through on Instagram from Overtired who said, how do you decide on the questions and what makes a harder question? So, yeah, this is very much in, in my territory. I would say how do you decide on questions? There's, there's kind of two key things. One is that Guessimators is all about the British public and we kind of think how do we bring a fresh twist on everyday life all the things that we all go in or go through as the british public how can we um how can we dive into those but just just with a little little twist condiments is a great example of that we you know we're not asking what's everyone's favorite condiment we're saying if you could only live with one condiment for the rest of your life how would you how would you approach that slightly kind of farcical uh farcical twist um and we've got another um another good one of those coming up about um Taking the bus, which I'll well, well, we'll go through. We'll go through in a sec. Um, when, it, when it comes to what makes a harder question, I think I don't know what you guys think. The harder questions are the ones where it comes to numbers. I don't know, Bush. What do you what do you think about that? You're you're routinely um, criticised for your performances on the quiz. What do you find What do you find hardest? Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, well, no, I mean, uh, uh, it was interesting to watch our last guest, James Harkin, obviously uh, a quiz genius, lose his mind as he was trying to get inside the numbers and and go, uh, you know, talk. I think he went into this world of, like, what are numbers that people are normally drawn to and, and all that kind of stuff. And maybe he went too far into the numbers and thinking about, um, you know, how people behave and all that kind of stuff. And we were chucking out, what was the theory, that that theory of uh, on mass or something like that? What was that theory that popped up? Wisdom of crowds. Wisdom of crowds, which blatantly doesn't work in guesstimators. It's it's the, the quiz that can't be beaten. And so you can't, there's no kind of... Um, way of short-circuiting guesstimators and getting around it, which is, which is what's great about it. So you've got someone like James Harkin, who was a, a master of knowledge, and he almost thought himself into a bit of a nightmare. And he, and he, he probably had a, a lot lower score than he would have you know, expected. I also wonder if, because um, he got a couple of texts from Bobby Seagull ahead of the record, and I think it was like tactical from Seagull to kind of... Yeah. Off, put, put him off and it was a bit of a tactical move because obviously Seagull did well well he got 5 out of 10 he's sort of I don't know where is he joint second on the leaderboard so I think it was a tactical move by Bobby and uh, he played into uh, yep screwed him over basically uh, and we have one final bit of business uh, to do with dates and times of the year before we head into what the next quiz is about uh, Will just talk us through that it's a big culinary week. Tuesday is Shrove Tuesday, and then it's Ash Wednesday, whatever that means. Uh, but the crucial thing is, it's Pancake Day. Pancake Week. Birthday <laughs> week for me as well. It's also my birthday on Thursday, but uh, ah. so just, to, just to throw that in there. Um, so yeah, so we've had 
genuine genuine requests um, about our plans for Pancake Day from the from the listeners. Um, it was from Al Reed. Uh, he said, "Can you tell us what you have planned for the upcoming Pancake Day, specifically the quantities you plan c- to consume?" So, Bush, I'll throw to you. I, I'm actually very interested about Matt's Pancake Day plans as a vegan. I can't even Boxed begin in, to imagine what that means, like what a vegan pancake is. Supplement, so. isn't it? Um, I mean, I, we don't really do. Is that is that bad that I don't really do pancakes? I won't be celebrating Pancake Day. I won't make them on the day, I don't think. Uh, that's, so, that's so you, Bush. That's so <laughs> So you. disappointing. Doesn't do, Christ- doesn't do Christmas presents. Doesn't do Pancake Day. <laughs> Do you have any? Do you like? Do you have any joy? What's your joy? What brings you joy? I think I might be Larry David. I think as time goes on, I think I might be like a Leon C. Larry David. But um, I just think they're just they're just overrated. They're just hugely overrated, and they're such a faff. They really are. So, um, Matt, what on earth do you do? Do you just cry? <laughs> well, I, I I don't have much of a sweet tooth in the first place. And to be honest, I'd actually even forgotten it was going to be Pancake Day until I also read that message from Al. But what I think I will do is, um, for breakfast, I've got a recipe where you can make banana and like oatmeal pancakes. So they're, they're completely vegan. So I think I'll have that for breakfast um, right. with, a bit of, uh, with a bit of maple syrup on top. I've got some maple syrup that my in-laws bought me from, uh, from Canada, actually, which uh, just for special, just whip it out for special Ooh. occasions. Mm, don't we all what about um, yeah. so it's expensive out, isn't it uh, maple syrup has gone blood really expensive it's like uh, like gold dust it's, there's the, you know like people invest in art or whatever I, if I had like so I came into some money I'd buy um, um, what's that that really light coloured um, spreadable butter Lurpak I buy but Lurpak that's gone really expensive and I'd buy maple syrup those two things <laughs> yeah liquid gold <laughs> price um, is going up it is. It is. I. It, I also learned recently that you need to keep it in the fridge because uh, it goes mouldy. I never realised that. Oh, other is that right? You don't. Oh, yeah. I don't keep mine in. The, oh, sh- damn. Go, golden syrup. Don't put that in the fridge. But yeah, maple syrup. Really? Says clearly on the packet. Yeah, I learned very, very the hard way recently. Oh my god! Some, imagine if by um, pouring some mould onto something. Matt, imagine Matt makes his plain uh, survival uh, oat cakes uh, on the side of a hill thing that he's making to, uh, on Pancake Day goes for the pièce de la résistance the little treat he saved himself the maple syrup and it's all it's all spoiled it'd be like tom hanks in um in castaway or something just matt screaming at wilson his uh the uh volleyball that he's drawn his hand on or something like that i can i can hear that scream come out of north london not not worth thinking about but but so hold on will so this week you've got pancake day then it's Valentine's Day, and then it's your birthday. So that's like a triple whammy yeah. for you. It's, it's a great week. Valentine's Day, I can tell you what I'll be doing, because we do the same thing every single year, and that's get the M&S meal deal. Ooh, lovely. Who said romance is dead? Two, two dine in for £20 or whatever it is. Um, he knows how to treat her good. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send Natalie down south end to, get, uh, to get, a, get the meal deal. But I'll just be gorging on pancakes the whole time and um, into birthday cake by Thursday. And then Friday I'm going out for a curry. So it's a, re- it's a huge oh, week, wow. absolutely huge week for me. Um, one, one thing I, I lament the passing of is the bumps on your birthday. So I don't know, Will, you know, Matt and I, we can, we can arrange something, but... I don't know. Maybe after you've had your courage, do you fancy us coming over and giving you uh, giving you the bumps in the car park yeah, I'd like, or something like that? I'd like that. that. Maybe, maybe we can do it in when we record the episode um, <laughs> yeah. with this week's guest. 
which we oh can... yeah just before we do if we do bump do give you the bumps we'll we'll need one other person because we can post you do you remember posting people <laughs> yeah. at school you have a leg each either side of a lamppost oh those days are gone yeah oh the game's yeah. gone anyway our uh, next guest our next celebrity guestimator is the fantastic stand-up comedian mr nick helm he's going to be our special guest uh, hopefully he might be up for helping us post uh, Will for his birthday because we do need that extra pair of hands. Uh, and let's get a little insight then, Statman Matt, uh, about the quiz that Nick Helm, top stand-up comedian, is going to be facing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XE and Juvederm Ultra XE, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XE or Juvederm Ultra XE. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. The quiz this week, and I think it, uh, it's always a fun one, but I think this one is particularly fun. It's called Conductors, Cappuccinos and Culinary Timings. And the conductor one, I, I teased this at the top, we basically told the guest nation that they, whenever they get the bus from this point forward, they could only sit in one section. So we split it into four... They could only sit in one section and they had to they had to choose. So have a think about your own experiences getting the bus. So have a think about it. When you get in the bus, where's the ideal place to sit? And think about, do, do kids sit on buses in different places to um, older people? Question mark. That's something to consider. I always think about these sorts of questions in the terms of when you say for the rest of your life, because it would yes. you at 80 years old still want to sit top, back or top? front because that's a schlep up those steps at that age so you've got to think about how the people are answering i would also add as well i think if i'm going to if i'm going to come a cropper on public transport it will be falling down the, the spiral staircase of the w3 on the way from uh, finsbury park station to crouch end so that, that's how i'm going to die uh, so uh, yeah a lot to think about there in the world of uh, buses and where you would sit great so and so round two on this week's quiz uh, it's quite a similar question to what we did previously. So we asked the destination, who's the best Italian person of all time? You may remember in episode two with Maddie Dan, we we did the same thing for the best Irish person of all time. But we've gone we've gone Italian now, and here's a clue for you. You may remember last time around, it was Roy Keane was voted the the best Irish person. So a footballer. This time, it's not a footballer. Is the top answer. So if you want to do a bit of revision before you answer it, go back and have a look uh, on the website for Quiz 2 with Maddie Dan. That might give you some clues as to 
how people are approaching these questions. It's hard thinking of it about Italians and who they are and who's actually Italian and who's dead and who's like. So it's like with the Irish conversation, I found it easier thinking about. Oh, there's so many. You know, there's so many Irish people. Obviously, there's loads of Italians, but uh, most of the big ones, I would say, are, are, are long gone. <laughs> If you're an Italian, how are you, how are you uh, taking Will's uh, comment about your the current state of play of uh, notable people from your country? A, a lot, I just put that in quotes, a lot of the big ones are long gone. Best days are behind you. Mario Bellatelli is not going to win it, is he? That's a good point. Why, why always me, as Mario said himself in the middle of a game? And then into the final section, uh, Matt, what's the final bit of the quiz about? So the third one, third round three on this week's quiz. So we told the guest nation, again, for the rest of their life, they could only eat their three meals, so breakfast, lunch and dinner, at the same time. So whether it's a Monday or a Saturday, whether they're on holiday, whether you know whether it's a normal uh, work day, they have to eat these meals at the same time. So students who sleep in till midday to, you know, hardworking, honest, you know, people like us who have routines and uh, need to be fed at very specific times. We're recording this. The current time is 7.53pm on Sunday night. I have not had dinner yet. What's going on? Why, why such the late dinner? Well, we normally we normally post eight, between eight and 8.30, I'd say. Um, and I'm in charge of dinner and we're recording this. So that's why we haven't eaten. <laughs> it's actually very Italian of you, Will, which is slightly is. ironic given you said the glory days of the Italians are over. I, lo- I genuinely love Italians and tonight I'm having pasta in tribute. So there we go. Eat humble pie. <laughs> Eating humble pie to try and uh, make peace uh, with the Italians. No, no, no. Well, there you go. Not, hum- not humble pie. Pasta. That's, that's <laughs> a good point. Uh, so Matt, let's recap then before we go the three topics uh, in the quiz. So three rounds, best place to uh, sit on a bus, best Italian of all time and eating meals at specific times for the rest of your life. There you go. Those three amazing quiz rounds plus top stand-up comedian Nick Helm. It's going to be amazing. Plenty to ponder there, though. Now it's over to you, our dear listeners. Make sure you're registered at Castamators.com. You'll be sent a link to play every Monday morning and keep an eye out on our socials as uh, producer Will releases a screenshot of uh, that guy what does graphs really beautifully, whatever his name is again. That is it from all of us. Have an amazing, amazing week, and we will speak to you in the next one.